Stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grand stalker, crypt stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. A death dealer, a life stealer. That's just the cost of being awesome. And welcome to episode 273 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from the Brewhall.com and the Brewhall on Twitter. I'm Bendak from eyesofthebeast.com and BendakWow on Twitter. Today's Monday, August 6, 2018, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv, where you can participate in the live chat room, and we'll do our best to answer your questions if you have any. Uh, so here we are, the Battle for Azeroth. It's going to launch very, very soon. We're, we're, we're actually a week away, which is just hard to believe. Less than a week. Less than a week. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so Three hours into the week. I mean, it's not so, so for the, and it's a little bit confusing, but I guess what Monday, the 13th at, so you have it here 3 PM Pacific time and 6 PM Eastern is when it'll officially open up. That's the earliest. Um, the doors will open. Oh, it's opening the same time everywhere worldwide. Correct. That's what they were trying right. to do. Yeah. Which is pretty awesome because, uh, you know, I don't have to screw up my sleep schedule now. Yeah, that's great. 6 PM. Uh, Eastern, that's, that's the work day's over. <laughs> I'll be home. I think my wife's going to be out of town, so uh, visiting family. So I'll, I, I'll really have like a, a wide open schedule to just jump right in and start start leveling. So what, what are your what are your plans? Like what do you what do you what are you going to end up just doing first? Do you have a, a do you have a plan, or are you just going to go start log in, go in there, and head to his own, just start leveling up? Pretty much, just level as fast as possible. Because I mean, just want to start gearing up, I guess you know. Well, they announced the raid schedule too, and it's not doesn't feel that far away. I don't know if it's their raids are starting sooner than they did in Legion. Maybe not, but it seem feels like it's gonna be right after Labor Day here in the United States that the the uh, Uldir is gonna open up. Yeah, isn't it two weeks after launch, the normal and heroic open up, and then the week after is Mythic? I believe so. I'm going to just pull up a calendar here. So, yeah, we're going to start on 13th. So, yeah, we're going to have almost three weeks, I guess, to, to level up. And then September 4th is what I thought was the when the raid was going to launch. That sounds about right. Um, yeah. Mainly, I think it'll be fine because we don't have legendaries to uh, collect. No, yeah, we no. don't. I just don't know how long it'll take to get to level one, uh, the level one twenty. I didn't, I didn't level up a tune in the alpha or the beta, so I really don't have a sense of how long to expect. But I, I don't know what. I mean, it's just, not that long. It's... Just going at a reasonable pace. What a, d- a day or two, maybe. It can't take much more than that. I wouldn't think. Yeah, if you're not, if you're not like speed leveling, I would guess like eight to ten hours, eight mm-hmm. to twelve hours. So, you know, I mean, I like to kind of play through it and enjoy it a little bit. So I won't necessarily, I mean, I, I'll go, I'll go fast and, and steady. Like, you know, I'll do a lot each and every day, but I'm not going to, you know, stay up all night just to get to 120 <laughs> right, right away. Um, just as long as I'm in with that sort of first wave of players and people in my guild that are, that are getting to 120. Because the big yeah. thing is, right, you're going to want to start running the dungeons and getting the gear needed to step into the raid when it, when the doors open. I mean, yeah, if you, if you want to gear for the raid, the main concern is just getting up there the first week so that you can not waste the first week lockout for Mythic Dungeons. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it just seems like... And it should be smooth. I mean, as far as I know, they've already. I mean, they, I mean, the expansion's already been deployed. I guess at this point, um, it's just a matter of really them flipping a switch and fixing all the bugs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fixing all the bugs. Yes, but I mean, you know, we're not going to have to. Not like days, years past where you'd go and download the patch immediately and you know, spend yeah. your, and or hope even, everything goes smooth. Even so. worse, getting the DVDs and. Or yeah. not even DVDs, those CDs. I think CDs? Uh, Wrath was on six CDs. I don't recall. I do remember. I don't know that. I don't think it was available digitally at that point. Mm-hmm. Which always puzzled me. Um, because 
like if you were in the the beta or the alpha the only way you could you know install the game was by downloading it so i I remember during those early days, like, well, why don't they just do this for the regular game? <laughs> it would just make so much more sense. And of course, ultimately, that's where where we ended up. Yeah, one thing I suggest is to log in early if you can, just because, and because when you're logged in already and the expansion launches, yeah. you don't have to relog. Like the quest will just pop up. Yeah, that's certainly what I plan to do. You know, six six p.m. Eastern is. Uh, there's no reason why I wouldn't be home on that Monday. So I'll probably be in, I don't know, three o'clock in the afternoon or something. Just, I don't know, just running around. And plus, I think it'd be kind of cool to be logged in when everything sort of kicks in at that point. I think that's kind of neat. Yeah, I can't, I can't say that I've ever been online when it kicked. Um, yeah. Because it's always been really, really rough for us East Coasters, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember with, uh, I thought Burning Crusade was like a mid, they did a midnight release for that. I'm pretty sure the servers weren't up for another day after that. I'm try- I'm just trying to remember. I thought, you know, yeah, maybe the servers weren't, I, I, well, I don't, I don't recall when, the, the, I, I just remember sort of being online and, you know knowing that the, the door, some of the stores were opening at midnight and you could at least go and buy the copy of the game. But maybe, I don't remember when it officially got turned on at that point. But I remember for me, Brent and Burning Crusade, nearby, I didn't have a midnight launch, but the local game shop opened up at like 6 a.m. or something on the day of launch. Or Yeah, 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I remember going there, picking it up and like playing for almost three hours before going into work. <laughs> right. But the, yeah, this will be this will be a lot smoother. This I don't know where a, I'll be. This will be a trip for us. We're a good place to be, I guess. Starting off in Stormwind for the Alliance. Mm, yep, it should it should pop up wherever you are. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Doesn't it start with a scenario, or is that uh, the Lordaeron one? Yeah. Um, that's that is part of it, but we're gonna be able to do that tomorrow. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Well. Yeah, I thought there was something else, another piece of it coming uh, before the expansion itself. Yeah, so the Battle for Lordaeron is this week coming up. Um, Can we get anything for that? Originally, um, I don't think so. We we only got the mount from the War of Thorns. Right, Right. yeah. But uh, originally they were going to have the Battle for Lordaeron locked behind pre-order, but now I guess everyone can do it. Oh, so you don't have to have the expansion to do that. No. That's pretty neat. All right. Yeah, well, the Lord of the Orange was pretty good. I mean, I don't know. We we sort of were chatting about this before we went went live with the... Because, I mean, the cinematics were nice. I was surprised, actually, with the different types of cinematics that they did. But the one they did with the Sour Fang was, you know, kind of like their... Uh, expansion cinematics you know it was that that quality of animation and so forth it was pretty well yeah, done i did not expect that cinematic like first of all how long was it like it's five six minutes yeah it was like five or six minutes yeah yeah, yeah I, lo- I loaded it in youtube and i was like oh this is a short you know a short probably like mm-hmm. minute and a half whoa six minutes yeah because those uh cinematics aren't like they don't they take a while to make and they're yeah. not cheap cheap they're either. not they're not cheap no yeah, the Overwatch team is just you know, or the the you know the Overwatch fans are probably just complaining that the cinematics team was working on WoW instead of Overwatch short. <laughs> now I wonder if there's going to be this week if there's going to be an Alliance cinematic. Well, that's what I'm wondering. I mean, although it almost feels like the uh, the Battle for Azeroth cinematic was is it, it's almost a cinematic I'd expect from the end of the the, the Battle for Lordaeron, but I don't know. Well, they had to show this one now because it takes place before the original BFA cinematic, right? Right, yes. But I wonder if there'll be an Alliance one where it focuses on the characters like that. I mean, uh, I expect we'll see Jaina at some point, right? Maybe, I don't know. Um, It would be nice to see some kind of 
Alliance side reaction to the burning of Teldrassil and all that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we don't have the full story yet, so I assume there'll be something for that. Because right now it just feels like Alliance are like, like the burning of Teldrassil and all that is just kind of like a tool for like Horde character development. <laughs> like, where's the, like, the, I don't know. I'm just waiting for the Alliance thing. <laughs> Well, yeah, you... I bet there'll be something. I don't know if it'll be that same quality of cinematic, but, but who knows? Maybe maybe we'll we'll know more tomorrow. Yep, just take, gotta wait. Uh, so, are you immediately making your Dark Iron Dwarf at uh, the moment it's available, uh, Bendak? Yeah, I already have the race change purchased. Is that coming so as soon as I on the thirteenth? Or is it? No, you have to. You have, there's a requirements for it. You have to oh. like. Yeah, it's not just. You, yeah, there's just not going to be readily available. I think you have to. There's some achievements, which is. A, I don't know if it's tied to reputation or. I, yeah. I don't know how long it's going to take to unlock them, but it's going to be. It's not going to be like. Quick, oh. I don't think. You have to complete the war campaign and mm-hmm. get exalted with just one of the reps. Yeah. Oh, that sounds. That sounds like work, a lot of work, but hey. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be another little bit of a slog, so it's not something that you'd expect to have right away. But I'm undecided if I'm going to do a race change. I'll certainly create a Dark Iron Dwarf. I don't know if I'll change Dark Brew or not, maybe. Really? Come on, Dark Brew, right? I know, I know. I feel like I should. Yeah, and they've got awesome racials. Yeah, we were uh, we were looking at the stats there. Um, uh, th- those stats that you gain off of it is pretty insane. Yeah. At one twenty, is if Wowhead is to be believed. Yeah, the like the DPS ratio is good, but also the the mole machine. Come on. <laughs> oh yeah, the mole machine is really what I want, right? <laughs> that looks like a lot of fun. So, um, the mole machine for uh, Brewfest still works, and I am ready and able to troll people with that (laughs) just leave that around oh man i'm excited so yeah i'm definitely looking forward to that uh there's something else i was gonna bring up too but it just it just slipped my mind so while we're here um one of the things you you pointed out this week bendak this is hunter related actually is it was uh, changed with some of the pets with the hunter pet attack speeds and it looks like many of the pets have uh, attack speeds, just like they did back in vanilla, but apparently it doesn't affect overall DPS. So it's really just just a flavor thing. And of course, you know the, the one everyone remembers is, is Broken Tooth, um, who had that ridiculous, uh, ridiculously fast uh, attack speed back in the day. It was very hard to get. Yeah. So. I don't know why this came back. I don't know if it's intended or if they just kind of made some code change and it slipped in. But so the standard attack speed for a pet is two, which means they attack once every two seconds. Mm-hmm. But we found pets that range from 0.5 to four. So like that's 0.5 is like really fast. Like once you get frenzy going and all that, it's attacking four times per second. But the damage is sort of greatly reduced, I guess, at right. that speed. Right. So, yeah, there's no there's no DPS increase for getting like a faster pet or a slower pet. Mm-hmm. It's just like the damage scales. It's, so I don't know what the point of it is other than if it is intended, I think they put it in just for flavor, basically. Right. So and again, just just for so on the, the fast end, I guess what death to lack, which is the, the rare spider. uh has a 0.5 attack speed. Yeah, and that's the only one we found so far with the 0.5. Um, that is actually one pet you don't want to use as Beast Mastery. This is the only exception to the whole they all do the same damage mm-hmm. argument because once you apply more than one stack of Frenzy to it, it actually hits an attack speed cap and it can't go any lower. Yeah. You just lose damage. So as I was to say, yeah, would you lose damage? I mean, or is, yeah, it sounds like that would be bad, right? I mean, if it just... <laughs> yeah, but there's some other ones like there's like a silithid that's 0.8 and then a bunch of ones like Broken Tooth that are one second. Mm-hmm. 
and those ones get really fast once you get like frenzy going and bloodlust and stuff. And then on the opposite end, there's uh, Chimera, or I don't know how you pronounce that, but the big the boss from uh, Blackwing Descent. Oh yeah, yeah. I was got. I was thinking. I was thinking of a uh, different, a different, uh, a different. Yeah, pet. it's the yeah, it's that, the Hydra. The Hydra. Yeah, he's got a four attack speed. So, which is crazy. Like it's so slow. Like I don't know how no one noticed it yet. <laughs> so yeah, but it hits. but it hits harder though. I yeah, guess. it hits it hits really hard to make up for the slow speed. And I'm just trying to think if there are any situations where that might be good, right? I mean, uh, you know, one huge big punch versus, you know, several smaller ones. Is there, are there? I'm sure there's like scenarios where either, either the slower fast would be slightly better, but it all evens out in the end. Right. Yeah. Unless that, unless that like one big punch is going to kill whatever you're fighting, you know, it probably wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's I have a post about it on my eyesofthebeast.com site and I have a macro in there so you can check the speed of all your pets or any pets in the wild. So, and I also posted it on Petopia so that, you know, people can start looking around and generating a list of all the pets. So, how was this discovered? And is this something that you discovered or did someone bring it up to you or just wondering how this came about? No, someone brought it up to me from the True Shot Lodge Discord, and uh, you know he he showed me these uh, different DPS results for different pets and how like that one had way more attacks but the same damage, and then so we just looked into it more and yeah, I just I'm just surprised no one noticed through it all of beta. Well, it doesn't show up on your uh, on your. Uh character sheet right like back in the no. day we had that really detailed character sheet and that was really cool but they True. decided there was too much information for us right <laughs> yeah i think a, a couple of times i've seen people mention like hey how come my one pet hits way harder and i kind of just dismissed it like oh they probably got mm -hmm. you know wrong. they probably didn't take their gear off or there's something different but no this would explain it but they weren't looking at the attack, attack speed, obviously. They just assumed that it was attacking at the same speed, but hitting harder. Yeah, so it's like you said, it's just an interesting little flavor change. So there's probably not a huge need to go down chasing after any of these pets, unless it's a pet that you want to have. No, unless you want like a fast pet because it or looks cool. Or, yeah. like, it, like having a really fast pet does look cool when you're like, using beast cleave on like trash or something because mm -hmm. like your your screen is just like <laughs> waterfall of numbers like it just explodes it looks so cool <laughs> oh cool so the other thing we were going to talk about today because i don't think we've covered it much are the azerite traits which of course will be available right away with the with the with the expansion and Trying to pull up some information. I haven't looked at this too much. I mean, Blizzard actually did do a, a a little bit of a blog post on their site, sort of explaining how this is all going to work. And this is basically what the new artifact weapon, if you will, <laughs> for lack of lack of a better uh, term. Yeah, it's like a yeah. combination of uh, of our legendaries and um, yes, and our uh, artifact additional abilities. And and our um tier pieces too, right? Because we're we're no longer getting tier sets. Yeah, they're just, they're trying to make it replace all of those things. I mean, right now it doesn't quite live up to that, but I mean, I'm mm -hmm. sure the as the expansion goes on, there'll be more elaborate traits, probably more tiers of traits. Actually, I keep calling them traits; they're powers, not traits. I just <laughs> keep reminding myself. Okay, so I'm writing these... a guide on it right now. Every time I write traits, I have to go and do a find and replace and change it to powers. All right, so they're Azrite powers, but but the that wow is the official that is the official name. Okay, I like that they're in the data. They're powers. Yeah, that's pretty funny because the uh, the Azrite Heart of Azrite guide on Wowhead it all says traits. 
everywhere. I know. I know. Jeez. It's, okay. it's inconsistent everywhere. Gotcha. Well, I mean, it doesn't help that they just, I mean, we, we had artifact traits for the longest time, right? And Right. And the plus, there's a lot of inconsistency, too, with the tiers. Like, some people refer to the outer ring as tier one, some refer mm-hmm. to it as tier three. The official name is tier three, even though it's kind of weird. But it, it, Does it go outside in? Or is it? Yeah. Okay, so tier three is first. Right. <laughs> okay. All right. It goes tier three, first. tier two, tier one, and then tier zero. Which is the five eye level. Right. Yeah. So thanks, Blizz. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So, <laughs> and the way they call it, like they, they talk about the outer ring, the second ring, the third ring, and the fourth ring. <laughs> so wow okay all right that's it's gonna take some uh some trial and error to get that uh the naming con- consistent there you know yeah you know what they should have done they just should have colored the rings differently they could be like the blue ring the red mm-hmm. ring and the yellow ring but whatever so Basically, how it works is you get the Heart of Azeroth right at the start of the expansion. That's like your new, it's like a neck piece that you'll wear the whole expansion. And you get artifact power like you did in, in Legion, except it just automatically goes to the Heart of Azeroth and levels it up, basically. And every time it levels it up, you get more stats. And Azerite armor has requirements for like Azerite or Heart of Azeroth level. So say you want the tier two trait from some mm-hmm. chess piece, I'd say requires Heart of Azeroth level 16 or something. And again, I assume like the, the Azerite power that you'll get, you'll be similar to how we got our artifact power, right? It'd probably yeah. World it's War the exact, exact same, right. except uh, it just automatically added. You don't have to click any items. Mm-hmm. But the sources, I guess, would be similar to what we were used to in Legion for our artifact power. Yep, except you can also do those islands for more artifact power. Mm-hmm. Is there going to be like a weekly limit at all, or is it just as much as you can do? Uh, as, as, much, as much as you can do. <laughs> There's uh, There would be like weekly quests for the islands and stuff to get, give you a big chunk, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there will have to be three diff- additional armor pieces, I guess, that will be empowered by the Azerite, I think was it the chest, the helmet, and shoulders are the three. Yeah. And you'll, you know, and there's you know no need to pick and choose. I think you're just gonna want all three. Oh no, you 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 know like all all the chests will be Azerite pieces basically. Yeah. You'll be wearing all three of them, yeah. Yeah, and that was the other question we are are there any like sort of non Azerite chest pieces and shoulders and helmet or is it just everyone you find will be no, they're all Azerite. Yeah. And also Azerite pieces don't have secondary stats, just uh, agility and stamina. So it, it kind of simplifies the whole process of, you know, choosing what to use because mm-hmm. then you don't have to contend with stat weights and the, and the powers and everything, you know. Because in most cases, it's the way it's going to work is if you get a higher eye level Azerite piece, regardless of the powers on it, it's probably going to be an upgrade. Well, that was going to be my question, right? Is this going to be one of those things where you're the I where the abilities and traits that you that are associated with the a particular armor piece might just outweigh the item level, or are they kind of fix that so it makes it a little bit easier? So if you see a, something with a higher item level you might want to just gravitate towards that regardless of the what else is on there. There might be a few edge cases like before they fully balance everything, but for the most part, I level upgrade equals put it on. <laughs> yeah, and I like that. I mean that's a that's that's I think that's the way it should be. Because it's an easy it's it's logically that's, you know, kind of how the, the my, at least my brain works a little bit, you know, and and there's something about getting, you know, just you see something with a higher I, I, item level, we just assume it should be a you know superior piece of gear to something that's of a lower item level. And it hasn't always obviously worked worked that way. It's been frustrating. So uh, hopefully that's the way that it plays out now. Yeah. Um, 
so the the first ring, the outer ring of uh, Azerite armor, those traits, basically you'll have a choice between a trait for your spec and a trait that is based on like where the, where the armor came from. So if you got it from the Aldir raid, it would have a trait for for that raid, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the trait would work everywhere, but it'd have like a, in that case, it would have a little extra bonus when you use it in the raid. So you basically have to choose between this, the class or spec power or the generic power that's on that same ring. So another example would be there's PvP powers that's on PvP armor that competes with those class powers. Or say you do a dungeon in one of the zones, there'll be powers for that theme to that zone that you will find in dungeons from that zone. And I believe you're going to be able to change these, right? I mean, you're going to have to, it's going to cost gold and the, it's going to be incrementally, incrementally more expensive the more often you do it, but then they'll have a mechanic in there where that cost gets reduced every week as well. Yeah. It actually, actually the respec cost doubles every time you do it, but after three days, it starts decaying again. Yeah, it's so that you don't have to change it every single fight or something like that, yeah. right? It's to discourage that, yeah. Well, yeah. To discourage it. Um, yeah, the cost is to discourage you from changing it, but then, but also the actually the decay is there because, well, we kind of know you might have to change it somewhere. That's a good thing. Yeah, do you have to be somewhere to change it? Yeah, there's an NPC that does it. Okay, so you have to be, like, you probably have to hearth and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like just like kind of specking like back just in. reforging it back in the day, I think. Probably oh, something along those lines, yeah. I wasn't going to bring <laughs> up reforging. Jeez. <laughs> or like our artifact anvil and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> yeah, it's a nice feature because then you don't have to worry about making the wrong choice, you know? You've, you Oh, this power sounds cool. I'm going to pick it. And then you go read a guide and find out it's crap. <laughs> yeah. At least you can go back and get the good one, you know? Mm-hmm. Now I'm reading through all these, and um, it seems like there's no additional buttons. There's no active abilities that um, are in no. here. Is that right? Okay. So these are just trait, well, powers that uh, improve an existing ability or add a feature to an ability. Right. And again, this is the outer ring, and so I assume we go out, we're out towards in. We work our way in. Yes. Right. <laughs> With these rings. Yeah. So the outer ring, aka tier three, um, that'll be the class and the whatever you want to call them, zone powers or whatever. It's actually kind of funny. The uh, engineering goggles have a totally unique set of powers that are only on the goggles. But it's kind of like a one-off thing. Like maybe you you'll use them at the start but mm-hmm. you can't upgrade them, so I don't know. Oh, they'll probably do that thing where they release a new one every um, every raid tier to or some sort of up, upgrading okay. device. Because um, I think back in, back in actually as early as uh, Wrath, I think we, we had those um, per raid tier improvements on the headpieces, right? Yeah. Yeah, another one of them they did. They had those little cogs or whatever you could. Yeah, that's pop it. In your, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Another thing is they can't Titan Forge as right pieces, so mm-hmm. that also simplifies it. It's just kind of like you know, I want this piece because it has these uh, powers on it. It drops from this dungeon or this raid. You know, I can go get it, and then if I go get it on a higher difficulty, it's going to be an upgrade because all the powers scale with item level too. Which is which is a, a good thing too. And then for the second ring, so that's that's the outer ring. Um, and did you say before there might be required there be like level requirements for the the neck? So all this is sort of driven by the yeah your your neck piece initially. Yeah, you unlock the outer ring first, which is kind of weird because it's the most powerful ring. Mm-hmm. And then as you work in that, I like that, that though. Yeah. It is kind of, it's different, yeah. 
you know, the fact that you get that what that thing. I always sometimes I hate waiting to have to wait to get like the one thing I really want, right? You know, that the fact that you might get something really nice out of the out, right out of the door. Kind of like that. Yeah. So the tier two or second ring, um, those are basically just like throughput uh, powers. They're just they're kind of like the little procs and stuff you could get on the Netherlight Crucible. You know, they're just things like that. And these are tied to, I guess, what you're. So, and these are like not spec based so much as role based, I guess. So, right. uh, DPS, you're going to increase damage. Healers do more healing, and tanks can mitigate their 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 damage. So that's so that's <clears throat> that's how these are based. Yeah, there's actually way way fewer um, tier two powers. Like I'm looking at it now, and it looks like there's like only seven of them. Compared to tier three, where there's like, I don't know, it's like a couple dozen probably. And then the third ring, which is what, tier four, I guess? No, that's, that's tier one. That's tier one. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all utility and defensive stuff. And they just recently hotfixed these to be much better, and they're actually really good now. So a lot of them are like generic that work for all classes, but there is mm-hmm. there's a couple hunter ones. So what yeah, what do we have that would be available for hunters? Uh there's a feign death one. So when you feign death, you get an absorb shield put on you. That it, it absorbs quite a bit, but the shield only lasts like six seconds, I think. And it also reduces the cooldown of feign death. And there's another one that uh when a aspect of the turtle active, it heals you. So these are similar to what we had before. Yeah, because there's also like a mini pride as one that has the same effect. Yeah, these there's are another. These there's are another all... cool one where Sorry. every time you kill someone, um, you get like a heal and a speed buff. So if you're like speed running a dungeon, that could be pretty mm-hmm. neat. Yeah. So these are all like static numbers according to this wildhead page do you know if they um they scale with eye level they do if you click the ability there's like there should be a slider to scale it oh okay yeah i see it so the the number obviously increases with eye level okay that makes sense yeah oh that should be interesting and and i guess this opens them up to uh giving us more as the expansion goes on. Hopefully anyway. <laughs> right. And then, then that final ring, I guess just uh, the center increases ring is the yeah, it just increases the item level by five, so which is still pretty good. Yeah, and then another I guess... thing is these Azrae pieces, you can only get them from like weekly lockout stuff for the most part. Like uh, mythic zero dungeons like not mythic plus but there's regular mythics because they can only be done once a week right um you can get them from that you can't get them from running a mythic plus but you can get them in the weekly cash from mm-hmm. mythic plus and obviously raid bosses um there'll be a, some world quests that have them too like for like starter gear you know and i believe you can also get them from like well, obviously pvp and Warfronts as well. So if you're really unlucky, can you at least craft one of these from <laughs> like if you're well, missing maybe like shoulders or something or your shoulders are super low eye level? To be honest, I think the only ones are the engineering goggles. Really? Mm. Well, it sounds like they're going to make us run a lot of weekly lockout, um, you know, stuff. But by the time you level up, you should have something in each slot. And then I think they're going to be fairly generous with it. Like okay. that's why they increase the amount of pieces that a Mythic Plus Cash can give you and stuff like that. Oh, okay. I mean, there's always going to be that one person, right? Like, uh, what was it? Foxy took uh, six months to get her legendary boots. <laughs> yeah. And then world bosses are actually another place you can get them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about world bosses. 
are they doing like weekly cycling world bosses like in legion or do you know if they're um switching back to just world bosses sitting around i'm pre i'm pretty sure it's a weekly cycle okay and then there's also uh, a special world boss if you um have control of the warfront and so that one i think that that one you only get every two weeks because of the way the warfronts rotate So basically, some weeks you'll get two world bosses, the other weeks mm -hmm. you'll get one. Yeah, and overall, I think that worked out pretty well in, in Legion, having just those, those rotating world bosses. Yeah, except I mean, for honestly, they were, they, except, except for which, which except one? Except for the uh, Nith Nithog, the boss that never came back up. Yeah. <laughs> that was required for the, uh, what was it, the Fury trans uh, hidden appearance? I think that was two months before it came back up from the from the first time it spawned. But sorry about that. What? No, no. Saying overall, they're pretty easy to do, right? They're yeah. great. I mean, you just show up and find a group, and you're you're done. Yeah. A little <laughs> PSA on that. Um, the group finder has been adjusted a little bit, so the add-on doesn't automatically find you a group anymore. You have to, um, basically use the built-in group finder. Mm-hmm. Which really isn't that bad. No, it's really not bad. It's, I think it's, it's, it's more about finding which class, like which which um, menu option you need to click for the world boss. Like, right? I, it doesn't. There's not one that specifically says world bosses. I think it's uh, PVE custom or something. Yeah, like it's that. custom. Right. Yeah, it's the one at the bottom there that you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But for those of us who just usually click the add-on, it was very jarring yeah. to go. Wait, what? But yeah, that's a handy feature. In fact, I took, uh, you know, getting a little off topic, but uh, your advice, Bendak, and I created a, a trial tune on a very low pop uh, RP server and then used that to go around and get some rare pets recently. Nice. It was great. Although, I, although it was a little tricky to figure out how that worked. Because um, one of the ones I wanted to get was the raptor the spirit raptor in orgrimmar so i had to take the trial character over to orgrimmar basically and then right. create the group and make sure he got there first and then i brought dark brew in there and joined the group i didn't realize that's what i had to do at first so it's like oh. uh it's did always you, did you get the pet i did yeah once i did it the right way the the egg was right there and there was nobody around right so <laughs> Because before it was, it didn't seem quite right. Then a the egg was there. I was okay to sit there and wait, but I know Orgrimmar just seemed, seemed like there were too many players around for it to be in an RP server like that. So I said, uh, I don't know if I'm doing this right. And then I did a little bit more reading, and yeah. So long story short, I went and went and got that. And then I, what else did I get that day? I had already had. I got lucky with the the Griffin. I happened to be on one afternoon, and just walked by there wasn't even thinking about it and looked down and saw the feather so i tamed that and that sort of inspired me to go get the raptor and then i got the lightning fox out of uh duskwood cool but it's fun i like you know when i'm out and about um using the talent to pull the you know the double pets i like having those the, the griffin and the raptor out at the same time that's fun yeah i even tamed a couple copies of some of the pets to use with that talent <laughs> since you can't duplicate your pet anymore yeah which is too bad i think you'd mentioned that like you'd got look another look Wanahawk and I, the arcturus as well was another one you got yeah um spirit beasts are pretty nice right now that, yes. that spirit man i don't know i don't know if you've tried it out in like in a raid setting but holy crap I did. I didn't realize how good it was until someone else mentioned it, and then I did it uh, last week. I was like, "Oh, yeah, this is nice." <laughs> so, yeah, so spirit beasts are, are 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 very good right now. The only thing I don't like about like the the double pet talent is that it's based on where you position your pets within your stable. I wish it was from your active pets. Yeah, there's a couple other weird things with that talent too like your the, the second pet doesn't respond to play dead which really annoys me and also doesn't get men pet 
Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, I didn't realize. No, but either of those. Yeah, that's men pets. Yeah, that that's unfortunate. And plus, I think they could uh, maybe tune it a little bit more, but mm -hmm. it's not terrible. It's just uh, I don't know. The way it works is kind of weird. Like how it cuts, it has to reduce the damage of your main pet to accommodate the other pet. You know. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, Beastmaster seems okay right now. I mean, uh, I'm sort of getting used to it. It's not that much to get used to. It's really just the managing those frenzy stacks. That's really all all it's about. I feel like. Yeah, and there's and you know there's weak ores and stuff that really help with mm -hmm. that too. If you're having trouble, like I, I'm not a lot of trouble. I'm just wondering, is, is there? I mean, how much uptime should you really expect to get? I mean, can you get 100% uptime off that no. or? Not, not unless you're like ridiculously lucky. Yeah, I, so I figured. I said there are times I was like, you know, I don't think it was. It's possible to get 100 percent uptime on this. So, and I've tried different things. Like I've, I, I know for for other anyone else that's struggling with it, you can take the, uh, uh, what's the talent? Is it Wild Call or One with a Pack or the name yeah. escapes me? Um, that will help. You know, get a few of your your your. Uh, be able to lie to get a few more barb shots in there but otherwise uh i did that initially and then i i i, I dropped that and using camara shot it seems to be seems to be pretty good not too hard now yeah camara shot's really nice right now so and without that i mean the 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 rotation can feel a little empty so it's you know it's not even like it's your your bloating it that much by having an ability like Camara shot in there it's not you know it's not really adding that much in the way of complexity complexity to the rotation so it's, so it's it, it feels good with it do you try marksmanship not yet um but i'm going to give a give a look at that i you know, finally got a couple pieces to uh raise the level of the artifact weapon um, so i'm going to i'm going to give marksmanship a go here play around with it this week and then you know start playing around with survival too yeah if your survival weapon is pretty low you can go ahead and just uh go to dark shore and um do the uh do the world quests there mm -hmm. and um and you get 210 eye level stuff uh, including weapons so um if you're I, I remember you said that you're uh survival artifact weapon was one of the last things you got it was the last thing i got i haven't really gotten any i i don't know what the the item level is on it mm -hmm. but if it's it, low it's enough probably, it's higher than 210 it's i want to say oh. it's like 213 right okay. now okay yeah I, I know that on some of my ults where i barely got any relics um they're under 210 so i just went when it had it got 210s from the world quests yeah and i forget what kind of relics it uses it uses what uh storm and iron and is it blood maybe yep. yeah so yeah it's the 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 blood relic is the one i don't have i don't have a good one for that because you know since bm shares the iron and the storm it's easy enough for me to get decent ones of those and likewise with my uh marksmanship it's the life relic that i'm weak on Yeah, so I don't know what else there is to cover about Azerite other than just, you know, you don't have like a ton of control over it. You kind of just have to run your weekly stuff and hope you get some stuff. It's yeah, and it like, sounds, you know, sounds like the epic gear is going to be, you know, obviously what you want to strive for. And as you said, that's going to come from raid dungeons and um, places like that, I guess. It's also, yeah, also like the questing gear and stuff like that. It doesn't have the tier two traits. Right. Yeah. So what I'm saying, so the epic gear is going to have that extra trait on there, I think. Yeah, basically anything that's like 340 and up, I think, is what gets the all the all the rings. Mm -hmm. 340 is uh, mythic zero. And then, and when when do you get the, the you guess you get the neck piece right away? Yep, right. It should be the first thing you do. And I know there's like a faction related to 
mm-hmm. Bronzebeard and the Heart of Azeroth and all that. And as you level that faction up, like when you get to like honored and revered, etc., you get like a fifteen eye level boost to your Heart of Azeroth every new reputation tier. I believe those are also the world quests that give uh, Azrite pieces. So definitely, uh, you know, if you can't do all the world quests, you should definitely keep an eye out for the Champions of Azeroth ones. Yeah. Well, hopefully the world quests will be similar to what they were like in, in Legion. I mean, I, I remember certainly at the begin- beginning of the expansion, and even now, they never really took that long to do. I mean, they were all pretty pretty quick. Some of them were in even enjoyable too. So and I really felt like I was grinding all that much. So I, I thought that was a good addition to the game. I was kind of glad to see they were continuing that moving forward for, for BFA. Yeah, it definitely worked out. Um, mm-hmm. And as long as we keep getting uh, Azrite power from it, or no, Azrite, what? Artifact power? Well, it's not really artifact power, is it? Is it? That's literally what it's called is still. It? Oh, yeah. okay. Never mind. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I'm confused on all the terms here. Uh, okay, yeah. As long as keep getting artifact power, right? You're just gonna have to keep keep doing them. Keep up with the uh, because uh, the way that it works is they are gonna do the uh, the catch up mechanics, right? Where they're gonna reduce the amount of mm-hmm. artifact power it requires to level um, as as time goes on, but that's. You know, if you're playing day one like we are, it's not going to affect us. Yeah, and I'm guessing it'll be you'll just want to get to a certain level, just kind of like yeah. it used to be, mm-hmm. like for concordance and all that. And the level you want to get to, I'm guessing, would be the final tier of whatever raid difficulty you're running. Because I think, like, say you're getting running heroic raids, the final uh, ring for that would require i think it requires a higher level than it like the normal piece would is it roughly 20 is does 20 sound right um let me see i I mean i know it's a lower number than like we're not going to 35 or 54 or 71 or 74 yeah it's it's somewhere it's somewhere in that range 20-ish yeah yeah yeah, if I remember correctly, like the first ring is 10 or something like that. So I'm guessing like the first 10 will come. Well, the first couple will probably come real quick. Uh, like we uh, we're used to. But then it'll probably ramp up. So. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So. Um, the uh, the amount of artifact power from 1 to 10 the increase is linear and then it starts ramping um, after 10 I'm just glad I don't have to worry about getting the right legendaries oh yeah that's for sure yeah exactly that will be yeah I will not miss that even though I was lucky and did get the good ones early on I mean, this is a little bit less RNG. It's still some RNG because you still have to get lucky on the drops, but uh, but I suppose it's a little more traditional. Yeah, I just got the impression that they're going to be fairly generous with this stuff, giving it out. So I hope that's the case. I, I suppose it also depends on how much con- content you do because um, in, in Legion, you had to do uh things that would award you a chance at um at the legendaries yeah. right so it was mm-hmm. um your world quests your box from the world quests and uh dungeons right and and obviously raids although in BFA we're going to start worrying about weapons again oh sure yeah we're we're going to have to actually upgrade our weapon yeah, and their uh, weapon upgrades are kind of a big deal now, like compared to what they used to be for something like Beast Mastery. So now even your pet will scale off that weapon DPS and everything. Oh, right, because they moved it away from uh, weapon damage, right? Or, wait, was it previously weapon damage? 
Well, just the I don't I forget all the details, but basically yeah, you, everything scale scales really well now. Yeah. Like with your weapon and everything. Yeah, I think it's now off of attack power. Is that right? Or did I get that backwards? Um yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Fair <forget>. enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, one of those things is true. <laughs> All I know is that getting weapon upgrades is a massive increase in Sims. <laughs> like, uh, you know, I've even now, like in Legion, comparing the damage from like my weapon to another hunter who has just 10 extra eye levels on it, like the increase in like just everything is inc crazy. So, uh, yeah, good luck getting your weapon drops. Yeah, here we go again. But eh, that's okay. After mm -hmm. this past expansion, it's fine. Yeah. And they can't tight they can't Titanforge either, which is yeah. nice. Oh, that's good. Yes. They can they can Warforge though, five or ten. All right. So are there um are there uh enchants for our weapons now again? Um Oh yeah, there's actually a lot of enchants, like um like the regular enchants, weapon enchants that enchanters make do work on ranged weapons now. Oh, okay. That's good. Plus you have the engineering scopes on top of that. So we have double the, well, we have more, more options to choose from. Yeah. Oh, they're, still, they're still kind of balancing them right now, but, you know, so it's hard, it's too early to say what's going to be best, but there's a lot of choices. So, so what I'm hearing is uh, make an engineer. I don't know. I, I'm engineer. skeptical that engineers will actually be able to make money. Okay. They never have. So. <laughs> no, they haven't. They've always been fun, though. All right. So yeah. what I'm hearing is all you engineers make some stuff for us. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll, I'll have to get my enchanter up, too. Hmm. That's good to know. Well, it'll, it'll be fun, right? I mean, we're just a, a few days out now, so but I don't know that we have anything else left to cover today. So figure out when we want to come back after which we're done leveling our tunes. <laughs> Talk. Yeah. I don't really have any specific leveling tips because there's not, not much to it. You know, it's just kind of just take quests, kill stuff. stuff. Yeah. Just have fun. <laughs> yeah. Turn on war mode for the first six levels while you still yeah. have your legendaries. Because mm -hmm. uh, war mode still gives you that 15% extra XP, right? And chances are the first couple of levels you probably won't encounter um, it's it's 10 percent, but uh oh, okay, once 10. you hit uh level 102 that's when you can start going over to the other continent okay so hmm. for the first two you're definitely not going to see anybody you could see people that leveled it to one or two very fast and then jump over though oh, okay <laughs> so all right. Well, then, I don't know. There should be so many people out there. Maybe it won't be an issue, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they they do have the auto leveling or the auto population stuff. I I did hear about mm -hmm. um, a particular bug with the uh, with war mode where there was you know since you have uneven numbers of horde and alliance always um there was always one shard that was always the leftovers from uh, the balancing algorithm. So let's let's say you had like twenty five people or horde and then twenty mm -hmm. alliance. Uh, it would split it into two sets of ten. And then the five people would be left on their own shard. Mm. Yeah. So uh, mm. it's, I don't know if they fixed that particular bug because uh, they did talk about that, but um, the, uh, you know, supposedly it should be relatively even number of Alliance and Horde on the, on each shard for war mode. Yeah, and it's actually ten percent, not fifteen. Oh um, yeah, my bad. But that all, that ten percent applies to world quest rewards too. So ten percent more artifact power too. All right. Well, looking forward to a long long slog yeah. coming up. <laughs> exactly. It feels, it feels weird that it's coming in a week though. I don't know. It just kind of like, okay, I guess it's launching. <laughs> Yeah, this pre-launch event hasn't been particularly uh, impactful, right? Like, the Dark Shore campaign has been kind of lackluster. Well, I think, like, the story stuff is pretty big, but the but the actual stuff you're doing in the game is kind of like, yeah, the, compared to, like, the Legion pre-event. 
Yeah, where you're fighting like giant invasions everywhere, and that was really cool. Uh, Wrath was awesome. Kata was what was Kata? Was that the uh, sacking of Orgrimmar? Was, was that Kata was like the burning wasn't of Orgrimmar? There, like, no, there was like wasn't there like elemental invasions or something? That's what it was. Yeah, elemental invasions, and I remember Orgrimmar getting set on fire. That's why they remade Orgrimmar to the new format. Was that yeah, that was Kata, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, then, it was. Yeah, I mean, there's been pretty good stuff, and this one has definitely been one of the most lackluster. Yeah, I just miss like the whole pre-event for Legion was like I, f- I was so busy during that because I just you know leveling characters and all that. But I suspect they didn't want to do another leveling bonanza like that because of allied races. <laughs> they don't want people to. AFK their way to the heritage armor. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I mean the world crusts do do uh, or do give you a bit of XP, though, right? Because you can do those uh, dark Shore ones at ninety eight. Am I or am I mistaken uh, there? I'm not sure, but yeah, I probably. So it's yep. I guess there's one more Warbringers coming, uh, probably tomorrow. I think it's Ashara. And hopefully now they're cinematic after that. But maybe I'm just getting greedy. <laughs> I don't know. They're, I, I, you know, everyone's, I think a lot of people feel the same way. It's time, time to make a movie. An <laughs> actual sort of technology. You mean the Warcraft movie? Yeah. It was oh. almost, it was a lot of CGI, right? But oh, I mean, I'm just saying, one of those fully animated, do you like to do for the, for the BFA cinematics, all those cinematics, just make, give us like a full feature length something. You know, if the, if if Overwatch gets a full length movie before we do, I'm gonna be mad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I hey guys. On that note, I think you've been listening to episode 273 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. Uh, I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast and Bendak Wow on Twitter. And you can check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or at our RSS feed to your reader. I have all these links available in our show notes. And if you have a question for a topic for the show you'd like us to discuss, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at huntingpartypod. Stay thirsty, my friends. Remember remember to drink your dark brew lager. Keep your eyes on the beast. You should probably have something for this. I know. <laughs> sim, 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 sim. Everyone on here needs something. Yeah. Life stealer. That's just the cost of being an awesome song. Sapiron, Lucifer, Sapiron, Archimon, 